bringing you key insights, tips, and advice from the brightest minds in the Canadian franchise industry. This is the Franchise Canada Chats podcast. I'm Travis Tinning. And I'm Patrick Lainess with Franchise Growth Lab. Your guest hosts for season six of the Franchise Canada Chats podcast, where we take you into the world of franchising. Our interviews are with franchisees, franchisors, and industry leaders who give you on-point expert advice and share their franchising insights and experiences. Season six of Franchise Canada Chats is brought to you by the Franchise Growth Lab. When we fail to scale, we limit our ability to leave a mark. Franchises in this country don't have a startup problem, they have a scale-up problem. We can count on one hand how many founders and franchise systems have achieved the 100-unit mark in the last 10 years. At Franchise Growth Lab, we know the right way to scale, and seeing your brand make a bigger impact is what ignites us. Check us out on LinkedIn, or go to FranchiseGrowthLab.com and sign up to receive a free copy of the 10 Habits of Best-in-Class Franchisors. Today's episode of Franchise Canada Chats is sponsored by Neighborly. Travis and I had a chance to speak with John Doblebauer, Neighborly's Director of Franchise Development. We talk about the 12 brands under the Neighborly umbrella in Canada, how they support their franchisees, and who makes a great Neighborly franchise partner. Enjoy the episode. All right, welcome everybody. Welcome to Franchise Canada Chats. I'm your co-host, Patrick Wyness, VP of Operations for the Franchise Growth Lab. And we have Travis Tinning. Does that if you're the co-host, does that make me the host then? Or are we both co-hosts? <laughs> I think I think that's why you get the co on the name, Travis. I think I, that's I, I, I want I, I want headline on the marquee. But anyway, thanks, Patrick. Yeah, I'm Travis Tinning, um, Chief Development Officer for the Franchise Growth Lab. And we are very excited to have John Doblebauer, the Director of Franchise Development for the Neighborly Grants. Hi, John. Yeah, absolutely, man. We're certainly glad to be here um, and, uh, and spend some time with you guys this morning. Yeah, great. And it, it, exciting to have you. And John, we, we like to start first, and we're certainly going to get into what is Neighborly and who are Neighborly and, and your set of brands, but would love to just hear a little bit of your background. And, and what, what brought you to franchising? Yeah, so, you know, it, it's sort of an interesting story. I wouldn't say that I had a traditional path into franchising. I, I've been more of a serial entrepreneur throughout my life. Uh, I've owned several businesses, bought and sold several businesses. But, but something kind of happened in my life where it, it really brought me into franchising. And I'll, I'll, I'll kind of share the story with you, Travis. So, um I, I had grown a pretty significant uh, mom and pop business, right? But now, admittedly, not franchise, no systems, none of that. Uh, and I found myself working 90, 100 hour weeks. And my wife, you know, we, we had a one-year-old daughter at the time. She said, John, this, this cannot happen. You cannot continue to work 90, 100 hour weeks. Uh, it's not going to work. So what I did was I went and hired a manager. Right, because I thought, man, that's the smart thing to do. I hired a manager. I made a huge mistake though. I took myself out of the business just right away and said, mm -hmm. "Hey, manager, kind of roll with it, do your thing." Uh, and then I get a call probably six months later, uh, and my largest customer calls me and says, "Hey, John, listen, we've never had a challenge, never had a problem, but you owe us about five hundred thousand dollars. Just trying to figure out what's going on with that." And I'm like, "Oh no!" Right, so. Uh, I ended up going back. I, I talked with the manager, realized that it's been pretty mismanaged over the last seven, 
you know, eight months and I found myself sort of in a financial pickle. And so, you know, here I am, right. I've got a stay at home wife. I've got uh, a daughter uh, at home, one-year-old, right. I, I can't go back to working the same hours that I was working before. And now I found myself in a financial situation that I didn't necessarily want to be in. So I ended up selling off that business uh, to pay back some of those debts that were not paid back. And then it was a God thing, right? It's someone from Neighborly called me that day and they said, just listen, John, we know that you've had success in running businesses. We know you've had success in growing businesses. And we know, right, that you're looking for a new opportunity and a new challenge. And it really resonated with me because at that point I was thinking, well, if I could show people how to get on the path of entrepreneurship, but I can do it with the guardrails that I didn't necessarily have for myself, right? That seems like a very noble cause. So uh, it kind of clicked with me and I've been with Neighborly ever since. And how long has that been? About, about two and a half years, right? Yes, sir. Interesting. So, okay. So, I, I, I mean, I, I think you, I mean, I, I think I can guess the answer based on sort of what, what you were saying, but, but you know, in that two and a half years, and, and if you think, I mean, the audience listening today, you know, there's a lot of people contemplating franchise ownership. So why don't you tell us a little bit about, again, what, what you like about what franchising has to offer? So I, I think first and foremost, franchising, it, it's all about systems, right? So, uh, and specifically with the neighborly brands, which I know we'll dive into, but these are executive level ownership models, right? It's not about working in the business on the day-to-day. -day. It's really about working on the business on a day-to-day -day basis. And so mm -hmm. I, I, I like the ability to show entrepreneurs how to drive a business, but drive it in the framework of systems that are proven and successful. Here's the reality, man. When you go and you start a business as a mom and pop, you take all of this risk and you don't have any support. Right. Where, where I really fell in love with franchising is, hey, here's a system. You don't necessarily work in the business on a day-to-day -day basis. You're truly working on the business. It's very scalable. It's proven, right? You have the guardrails to success. Uh, and at the same time, you can still live the lifestyle that you want to live, uh, getting out of the corporate rat race and all these different things that people aspire to do. So that's really what drew me to it. Amazing. Now, I mean, neighborly... Neighborly is an interesting concept. And, and for, for those of you listening, I, I would advise you to pop onto the Neighborly website and, and you'll, you'll instantly know what I mean, that it's a, it's a bit of a unique concept. Why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, what exactly is Neighborly and, and, and then maybe, maybe sort of fold in the history of, you know, of Neighborly as well. Yeah, yeah. So it's a great question. So, so Neighborly is the world's largest home service franchisor by far. Uh, we have about 29 different brands globally. So it's pretty significant, right? Between those 29 different brands, we have about 5,000 locations across the United States and Canada. And so when, when I say it's sort of a combination of brands, like it, I think it's important to go back in the history, realize that we started with one. We started with a brand called Rainbow International. Uh, it, now they do fire restoration, mold remediation, that sort of thing. But originally they just did carpet cleaning right? And they did carpet dyeing. And so I think it speaks to sort of the evolution of our different businesses and our different brands, irregardless, right? We started with that one brand back in 1981 uh, with our founder, Don DeWire. Uh, and we were known as the DeWire Group for several years, right? Until relatively recently, we rebranded to Neighborly. 
um, because we certainly weren't marketing, right? All the uh, the neighborly, or I'm sorry, the Dwyer group name, we were marketing the individual brand names, like some of our most well-known, Mr. Rooter, uh, Mr. Electric, right? AirServe, Heating and Air. We, we were marketing all these different individual brands, but we realized we were kind of making a mistake by not cross-marketing. So we rebranded to Neighborly a few years ago. And uh, since then, we've kind of gone off to the races with it. Awesome. So those of you, again, listening that you know, are, are, are thinking of venturing into the home services space. But I mean, understanding that it is a, it, 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 there, there's a lot of choices. Again, I'd advise you to pop onto the neighborly franchising site and, and take a look. It's a great place to start as far as what potential home services franchise that, that you might, you know, you might want to start looking at. Now, again, I know Patrick's probably, you know, chomping at the bit here to ask some questions. We got it. We got an operations guy, you know, thinking about scale and thinking about growing businesses. So, you know, Patrick, any, any top of mind questions for, for John? Yeah, right now? Absolutely. So, you know, John, you're in this unique position where you have multiple brands that could be available in a territory and that's, that's gotta be really, you know, appetizing to an owner. Tell me a little bit about some, some of your franchise partners and, and do they own multiple units? Do they own multiple brands? So, you know, in my, in franchising, right? Just generally, there's really sort of three ways to scale, right? At least territory specific ways. You could go and you could expand your footprint, right? That's one way to do it. Another way to do it, uh, you could be like one of our franchisees, Chris Sahada. He owns a grounds guys. Uh, he owns a grounds guys up in Toronto. He also owns one in Siesta Keys, Florida, right? Because he got tired of the Canadian winners. And so he wanted two different businesses, but the same concept, right? Both the grounds guys. What's really unique though about Neighborly is the ability to add and layer different brands on top of the same customer base, mm-hmm. right? Here's the reality. The, the same people that get their house cleaned with Molly made are the same people that don't want to cut the grass with the grounds guys, right? It's the same target customer. And so one of the things that's really appealing to our owners, not that you ever have to own multiple brands, right? But one of the things that's really appealing is that we have the ability to do that. Uh, in fact, the first guy to ever do that was Mike Bidwell. Mike Bidwell is our current CEO at Neighborly, but he's probably most well-known as being the first franchisee to own multiple concepts. He owned a Rainbow. He also owned a Mr. Rooter Plumber. Did very, very well. Ended up selling those to come work corporately with the with the Dwyer family. And I, and I imagine you probably have now him being the first, you probably have quite a few that have, have multiple brands under their belt. Oh, yeah, a- absolutely. I mean, we, we have individual owners that own up to five different brands uh, in a single territory, right? And why would you do that? I mean, mm. it's what we were talking about before. You're appealing to the same customer base, but I think it's really about getting to your goals faster. Okay. Here's the reality. We build very scalable businesses with all of our individual brands, right? They, they all do incredibly well. Um, but if you want to go through and you really want to sort of turn on the afterburners, maybe it makes sense to go and scale into another brand uh, because you're going to have the same support system irregardless, yeah. right? we talk about things like, like neighborly, we've got 150 full-time people in our marketing department alone. Their sole job is to make our franchisees phone ring, right? Ring off the hook. Well, how do they do that? It's because it's a collection of all those different brands, right? One of those brands couldn't necessarily afford to bring in 150 different marketers, 
But because we have a collection of all the different brands, you get the buying power of a $3.3 billion company. Does that make sense? Absolutely. We hope you're enjoying this episode so far. Did you know that Franchise Canada has a newsletter sent out twice a month that's packed full of fresh franchise opportunities? With Franchise Canada e-news, you get new content sent directly to your inbox. And you can keep up to date on the newest episodes of the Franchise Canada Chats podcast that you're listening to right now. Plus, you get a free subscription to Franchise Canada magazine. Subscribe now at FranchiseCanada.online. Now back to the episode. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Patrick, if you don't mind, I, I actually just want to, I want to double click on that a little bit here and then mm-hmm. dive a little deeper into the, into the marketing systems. Cause obviously any, any business owner, any franchise owner, any business owners, biggest fear is I'm going to invest all this money into a, into a business concept. Now, how do I get customers or what if I don't get customers? And, and there's, there obviously, I mean, you've just invested your life savings and, and, and joined this brand. Can you, can you talk a little bit about the, the marketing support that, that you guys, I know you touched on, you know, the marketing department. Can you, can you just dive in a little bit on, on how you help support your partners? Yeah, for sure. So one of the unique things about Nagley um, is that if you were awarded a franchise with us, one of the very first things that we would do is reach out to every single customer that we've ever done business with across all the different brands in your area. Wow. And we would say something like, hey, we've been cleaning the inside of your house with Molly Made, and now we want to take care of the outside of your house with the ground skies, right? Typically, we're going to have several brands in each market, right? This helps our franchisees get off to an incredibly fast start. That's automatic for each one of our franchisees when they're awarded. Then on top of that, you can imagine, right? You've got 150 people in the marketing department. It gets very granular. We have people that are experts in Instagram stories, right? We have people that are experts in search engine optimization. We have people that are experts in all these different fields, not not only from the marketing exposure itself, right? But also for the industry itself. Then on top of that, each one of our owners has a dedicated sort of two uh, marketing people on their operations team. One is a local marketing specialist. Uh, they really help to intuitively understand what local marketing needs to happen at the local level, right? And they have plans that you can go out and execute as a franchise owner to make those things happen. Uh, but then number two, each one of our brands has a brand manager as well. That's sort of a Think about it more of like a national perspective. And so between all these different things, right, the, the call centers that several of our brands have set up, uh, the search engine optimization, the fact that you're tying all the neighborly brands together. Uh, neighborly has an app, right, where you can get on, you can download the app and look for different home service professionals in the area. Mm-hmm. All these different things drive an incredible amount of uh, leads to mm-hmm. our franchisees. And so I'll say this, I haven't talked to too many franchise owners where they say that getting the work is the challenge. Okay. That is not the work in the home service space. It's not the challenge. Uh, And and how do you know, right? Listen, anyone who's listening right now, go pick up the phone, call 10 different electricians, figure out how many of them answer the phone, right? On average, two out of 10 are going to answer the phone. Why? Because they're busy. Getting the work is not the challenge, right? Um, but certainly we put that on steroids with everything that we do here at Neighborly from a marketing perspective. You know, 
that you just spoke volumes again for for people listening contemplating you know should I just I can do this on my own or should I jump into a franchise system you just spoke volumes to and and I think you used the word you know your business on steroids right I mean you have experience you know running your own business and trying to grow something from the ground up and you just spoke to you know an elevated level of support that you know puts someone's business on a launch pad and that's why you buy into a franchise system because you wouldn't be able to do that alone, you know, in, independently. Can you comment on that? Yeah. Well, and, and I wouldn't say that you can't do it alone, right? There's, there's certainly people that do. Right. Um, but in my mind, franchising is just a shortcut, right? That's all it is. I mean, are you going to take the next 10, 15, 20, 40 years like we have, uh, and figure out all the different systems that work, the marketing, uh, build out marketing personas, hire all the right people. That that takes a lot of money, Travis. Yeah. But if you have 5,000 different franchisees, right, you're able to spread the wealth across the entire network. You have the support of people that have been there before you and people that continue to come. You can be both uh, sort of a taker of information. You can also be a giver of information. There's a lot of power in just being associated with the franchisees themselves. I, I'll give you an example. We uh, we have all these different training events and everything throughout the year. And uh, it's sort of the Super Bowl of Neighborly is what we call a reunion, right? We don't call it our annual convention. We call it a reunion because mm-hmm. we view this as a family environment, right? And we want our family members to come together. You want to talk about a big event, Travis. I mean, bringing 5,000 franchisees together, right? 1,500 people from Neighborly that are Neighborly Associates that are there to support. And whenever we rent out hotels, right, we rent out all the hotels around it. So um, it's a a big deal. It's a lot of fun, uh, but it's also a great learning opportunity and a great way to network and cross market uh, with the individual franchisees that are in that area as well. So John, sold. I'm in. I want to come to the Super Bowl. But- Am, am I the right partner? So my question is, you know, who, who is the ideal franchise owner in, in, in any one of the brands in the neighborly system? So uh, I would say we really ask all of our owners to be just excellent at three things. Okay. Uh, number one, can you follow the marketing plan that we have in place? Now, remember, <laughs> every single one of our franchisees is going to have a dedicated local marketing specialist. They're going to help you come up with the marketing plan, but can you follow it? Okay, that's sort of number one. Number two, can you encourage, motivate, inspire, and lead a team, right? Are you the type of guy that people want to work for and with, okay? And then number three, can you have a firm understanding of the numbers? And that does not mean that you need to be a CPA. You don't need a, you don't need a business degree. You don't need to have ever run a business before, right? Uh, but you need to be able to communicate with our franchise business coaches, right? By the way, each one of our franchisees has a dedicated franchise business coach as well uh, that will help you walk through all those different numbers so that you can make sure that your business is on track. What what you don't hear me saying, Pat, is, hey, you you need to come from this background. You need to come, uh, you you need to have this sort of experience. We we have uh, fantastic owners that were in law enforcement before, right? That were in the military, that... Uh, that were corporate executives, people that had absolutely nothing to do with small business ownership, um, much less home service space, right? 
a lot of our guys, you know, they don't know how to start a mower, but they're running very significant landscaping businesses, right? The same thing is true across the board. So I would say I'm glad you said that because I think that's a common misconception that if I'm looking at this brand, I have to know the task inside and out. And, and number two on your list, which I think is personally the most important, the number two is all about being a leader and being able to hire great people. And, and so, you know, do, do you get that a lot when, when people are, are, are interested, like, but I don't know anything about cutting grass. I don't know anything about cleaning this. Um, do you get a lot of that? Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. It happens all the time. And of course we have different technical training opportunities where we, get into the technical aspects of the business. But uh, the reality is we don't necessarily want our business owners. It's not that we don't want them to be the best technicians. I don't, I don't want you to mishear me, um, but we do want them to be the best business owners. Yeah. And so those things don't necessarily go hand in hand. Right. Yeah. I think, well, it's interesting. Okay. Here in Waco, Texas, where, where I'm located uh, and where the global headquarters for neighborly is, there's like 50 some odd plumbing companies in McLennan County, which is right around me. Okay. Like five of those companies do in excess of a million dollars. So here's my question. Are those five companies snaking the pipe better than the other 45 companies? No, they're not. It, the, the technical analysis is exactly the same, right? They're doing the same job. It's really, do they have the systems in place in order to be able to scale? Awesome. So uh, let's, I mean, there's a, I mean, we, we talked about the ideal partner. We, we, and, and you mentioned sort of the three things. I mean, I heard, you know, to, to sum it up, I heard, I heard, you, you know, you need to be coachable, right? You, you know, you, 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 you're working with a business coach, you're working with systems, you need to be coachable. And, and, you know, you highlighted the fact that, you know, the neighborly brands, yeah, I mean, you have a dedicated business coach, but let's, let's talk a little bit about more of the intangibles of a, of a partner and, and sort of, you know, like the culture fit, you know, I mean, neighborly, neighborly is known for, you know, for the, the, the culture it has, it has created. How do you, how do you go about finding that right culture fit for the, a neighbor, a, one of the neighborly brands franchisees? Sure. So culture is everything uh, to all, all the neighborly brands. We, we live by what we call our code of values. Uh, and it's literally a written out 14 um, statement code of values. And, and we know this isn't just something that we hang on the wall, right? Anytime there's three or more neighborly associates that meet for any reason, for anything, we go through the entire list of the code of values. Uh, but I would sort of summarize it down into living rich, right? And rich isn't necessarily about money. It's, it's more about respect, okay? Having integrity, having customer focus and having fun in the process. Really all of our values are built around that. And so if we're able to build an incredible culture from the franchisor's perspective, and then we can help implement systems to build that incredible culture from the franchisee's perspective, that, that spreads. It spreads like wildfire. Now the, now the employees at that level, they're bought in uh, to the franchisee's model, right? They're bought into the franchisee's culture. They're going to be better customer-facing people. You know, all these different things matter. And it doesn't, it's not about increasing more sales, although that helps, right? It's not about employee retention, of course, right? You have to have an incredible culture, but it's really about doing the right thing. You know, it, being a good human being, it's yeah. not all about that. So 
Uh, we, we try to instill that in all of our uh, franchise owners, all of our franchise partners. And, and frankly, we don't award uh, franchises to people that don't fit that culture or, or can't, can't learn to fit into that culture. That's, that's well, well said. You know, switching gears, I mean, people listening right now, they may be weighing various options of, of different types of industries, different types of franchise systems. Uh, you guys play in the home services space. Why don't, why don't you talk a little bit about why, why home services? You know, why, what, what makes the home services industry uh, strong as opposed to maybe other industries? Yeah, no, that's a great question. So, and, and, and I don't, I certainly don't want to bash on other industries, right? There, there's fantastic industries out there. Uh, here's what I will say. Home service industry might not necessarily be the sexiest thing you've ever heard, right? Um, you know, we're talking about cutting people's grass. We're talking about hanging ceiling fans, right? Here's the thing. They're all needed services, okay? Uh, no matter what's going on with the economy, right? No matter who's in government leadership, the grass continues to grow, right? People still need to get their houses cleaned. These are needed services. They're also essential services. You know, we saw through this whole pandemic that we've all lived through, a, a lot of mom and pop businesses struggled mightily. Uh, the neighborly brands on the whole grew, grew pretty substantially in the home service space. Uh, why? Because people are spending a lot more time at home, right? So I, I, I think that there's sort of a, a model, right, where, hey, I want needed services. I want to actually make an impact in my community. I want to have the ability to really uh, scale significant businesses. All these different things line up with home services, and that's what we've seen, right? We've grown just aggressively quickly uh, over the last, say, five, 10 years, right? And, and I think that we're just on the cusp of where our growth is really heading, especially in Canada. In the Canadian market is uh, what I view as untapped. Of course, we have a lot of franchisees that are very successful in Canada already, but there's a huge opportunity for the neighborly brands in Canada, bringing the culture, bringing everything that we've been able to establish. Some of our brands were founded in Canada, uh, to give you some perspective. So I, I think that there's huge opportunity there as well. Yeah. You know, you you just said something there that, you know, that, uh, that hit home for me is, uh, you know, you said you know, say groundskeeping or, you know, mowing lawns or, you know, might not be the, the, the sexiest of, of industries. And we're, we're living in a world right now where there's so much chatter about, oh, follow your passion, follow your passion. And it confuses people where they're like, oh, my, my passion's not in grass cutting. But then you, you flip the script a little bit and you, you talked about, and I, I jotted some notes here. You talked about, you know, your brands, they're, you know, they're helping people. They, you know, they're, you're, you know, you're passionate about leading teams, the lifestyle that you're, that you're building for you and your family. I mean, those are what passions should be is it, and, and helping people at the top of the list. And you also touched on that as being part of your culture. And, and so, you know, I, I challenge the people listening when they're going, oh, you know, I, I, I can't see being a handyman or I, you know, it's not, I'm not passionate about that. I mean, you, you, you talked about like getting people off of the tools and running their teams. I mean, are you passionate about helping people? Are you passionate about leading teams? Are you passionate about creating a lifestyle that you, that you desire? Uh, would you agree with that? 
that that's absolutely what it's all about. You know, one of the very first trainings that we do here at Neighborly, uh, we call we call it design your life. Okay. And so what we do is we look out 10, 20, 50 years in the future, whatever, whatever that is. Uh, and we say, what do we want our life to look like? Right. It's not necessarily about what we want our business to look like uh, or, or any of these other things, but we're going to work backwards from that. Okay. Listen, you want to be a senator one day, whatever your goal is, right? We're going to work backwards from that. We're going to help put you in a position where you can actually achieve those dreams and goals. It's not about the service itself. Okay. The, the service itself, it's important. It's great. We, we definitely have owners that are incredibly passionate about the different service offerings, but this is really about putting yourself in a position to have the life that you want to live and doing it in a way that makes a lot of sense. Right. Those are the people that tend to be attracted to us. Wow. I, I love that. I love that. So John is an operations guy. I love hearing about, you know, the support, you know, Travis mentioned, you know, one of the big fears of, of anybody getting into a franchise system is, you know, once I sign this deal, am I going to be taken care of? I mean, you talked about training, you talked about 150, you know, people just on the marketing side, you talked about the three things you guys focus on. So I've, I, you know, I feel a great level of, of support from the collective at Neighborly. Um, so I have a bit of a different question for you. You mentioned, you know, a lot of the, some of the brands in Neighborly actually start in Canada. What brands in your mind are, are the next to cross that border north? Like what, what are you thinking? Are there some brands that are doing really well down south and they need to be in Canada right now? Yeah. Yeah. So, so the, well, I'll start with the grounds guys because the grounds guys was actually founded in Canada. Yeah. Uh, we, we bought the grounds guys back in 2010 neighborly and we didn't have a single franchise location in the United States. So uh, we brought it here. We really sort of ramped expansion here. Um, but there's still a whole lot of opportunity in Canada and it's where we were founded, right? It makes a lot of sense. So uh, I would say that there's a unique opportunity there. There's a unique opportunity for one of our brands called Dryer Vent Wizard. Uh, Dryer Vent Wizard is a great brand and and it's a simple model, five-star painting, Uh, very simple model as well. It's all subcontracted out employment, right? So you don't even have in-house employees, uh, which is very nice, right? I, th- I think that there's tons of room for expansion there. There's a couple of the misters, if you will. So Mr. Reuter, Mr. Electric, right? Mr. Appliance, uh, there's Mr. Handyman, right? There's there's all these different uh, misters. I would say, I would say sort of the best opportunity, there's several, right? I, I, we're targeting 12 different brands uh, over the next year that are gonna move up there. I mentioned a few of them. Well, one of the things that's nice about Neighborly is let's say that you, Say, okay, John, I, I get it. Home service is great. I understand. I check the boxes, but I don't know what individual brand, you know, I have no idea. Well, one of the things that's nice is you can come into Neighborly. We have what we call our internal brokerage uh, team. And our internal brokerage team will take our candidates through the discussion of the different brands to determine what would be appropriate for their area, what would be appropriate given their skill sets, their backgrounds, all these different things. And then we can help align them with the best brand for them. Uh, And then they'll go through and they'll have the whole conversation and we'll figure out, is this in fact the right brand? Or maybe we should pivot to a different brand. And what, what you'll find is if you engage with us and our development team, this is a process, right? It's not an event. 
So we're going to go through this together. We're going to make sure that there's a good mutual fit there, right? We don't just award franchises to anybody, but uh, if something that there is a good mutual fit, we find that that brand that makes a lot of sense, right? Uh, we're, we're sort of off to the races. We're going to go build a successful business. You know what? That, is, that was a great natural segue into how how do we get in touch with you? What what's the what's the best steps for people that want to sort of check out the the list of brands that you have and and how to engage your franchise development team? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, well, feel free to reach out directly to me. Um, so I'll, I'll provide my contact information to you guys, but it's just john.doublebauer at mbly.com. I can always hook up whoever's listening with the appropriate people that they need to chat with. Um, but I would also encourage you, listen, go to neighborly.com, go to neighborly.ca, um, investigate some of our different brands, right? If one of those resonates with you, all of our brands uh, have different forms you can fill out. And someone on my team will reach out directly to you uh, and help you learn more about uh, the individual brand. Or if it's multiple brands, click on multiple and we'll kind of go through that same process we were talking about with hooking you up with an internal broker. Mm -hmm. uh, there's there's several different ways, right? Um, but but feel free, feel free to reach out through our website. That's probably the easiest. Thanks for that. Thanks so much, John. Uh, thanks for uh, letting us steal some of your time today. I'm sure you've got uh, some phone calls now to, to get back to. And especially after people see this, you're going to have a few more to get back to. So I appreciate your time today. I love what Neighborly's doing. I wish you guys continued success. And uh, thanks for joining Franchise Canada Chats. Perfect. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Thanks for listening. For more franchising resources, including how-to articles, expert advice, franchisee success stories, and franchise opportunities, visit FranchiseCanada.online. Don't forget to subscribe to Franchise Canada e-news while you're there. You can also learn more about franchising at cfa.ca and connect with specific franchise opportunities at lookforafranchise.ca.